Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Key News. So in this episode, we're going to introduce our newest team member, Kevin. Welcome to the team, Kevin. And so we're going to let Kevin ask his burning questions about Connected TV and just its role in the current ecosystem of marketing right now. So, Kevin, welcome. Thank you very much, T. It's good to be here. We're glad to have you on board. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into it, though. So with the abrupt onset of COVID-19 pandemic early in 2020, that really just shook up the market in ways I think nobody ever expected coming across yeah. all industries. Um, it halted business as usual practices that people were trying to continue to move forward with because they had worked for them in the past. So with that, the best thing that anybody should have done and probably are still doing is shifting their strategy, shifting the way that they are reallocating their marketing dollars and just their business dollars in general. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, CBS Sunday Morning did a special on how advertisers are no longer using their uh, traditional ad dollars as means of selling. It's more of staying top of mind just because of, you know, people not being able to buy things currently and, you know, being at home and <laughs> not really going out and doing stuff. So it's been an interesting trend to watch as uh, business entities and marketing agencies have shifted strategies. Yeah. And so it's not only business agencies and marketing agencies that have shifted strategy. It's also consumers. Absolutely. Have shifted their behaviors and the way that, you know, they're starting to consume TV and just their overall entertainment habits have switched dramatically. Absolutely. And so now I think we've seen, you know, we've written a few blogs about it this year since this thing has started that consumers are watching more connected TV than ever. Um, I know in, in the blog that we wrote recently, the accelerated rise of connected TV, Nielsen had a report that said that there's um, been a 61% increase in um, consumer connected TV use. It's because people didn't have anywhere to go. But they said they usually see this when there's a quote-unquote crisis. So that could be COVID-19 or that could be a snowstorm. So when there's a crisis outside and people are staying inside consuming more TV, you expect to see that happen. But when there's a prolonged one like the one we see now, um, it's really accelerated the connected TV market. Okay, we're going we're gonna to play a quick game <laughs> called Explain It to Kev. What is connected TV? That's a really good question. And... So connected TV is going to be any device that can connect to the internet and stream content. So an actual TV that's connected to the internet, connected TV. You can also have connected TV through any gaming system. So any PlayStation 4s, Xbox Ones. Um, the most popular form, I think, of connected TV now is going to be um, your Roku devices, your Amazon Fire Stick devices, Amazon devices like that. Apple TV. Apple TV. Gotcha. So any content that can be streamed through any of these devices contributes to that connected TV ecosystem. So you kind of already alluded to it, but why would someone want to use connected TV in their marketing and advertising efforts? What are the benefits? So the benefits for marketers is that it gives you more insight into how your campaign is actually performing. So we always say supplement your traditional TV buys with a connected TV buy, because with that, you can get into the data to see, you know, um, what hours of day are people actually watching your content. Um, you can definitely layer on targeting. So instead of 
just saying I want to target people who are likely to watch ESPN from four to six, you can say I'm, I want to target people who are interested in NASCAR or um, NBA basketball. And so it allows you to target them all times of the day whenever they're watching TV and not just that four to six Interesting. time window. And so with that, let's talk about the numbers for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So with that, there have numbers for Connected TV have just skyrocketed. So the, the first quarter, 2020, subscriber engagement stats, this is what we have so far, some of the popular ones. Hulu has 30.7 million subscribers. Netflix, which is not as supported, but still goes to the point, 183 million subscribers. Disney Plus, 54.5 million subscribers. And some that you may not know about, but have gained a lot of popularity in my household lately, um, Pluto TV has 24 oh, yeah. million subscribers, and Tubi TV has 25 million subscribers. And that's just in the first quarter. And that's just in the first quarter. So Unreal. it's going to be really interesting to see how second quarter shakes out and closes out. Yeah, no kidding. Especially as, you know, COVID-19 kind of comes to like the halftime point <laughs> is what they're saying. He said a point. That's, that's a good way to think about it. Because <laughs> who knows what the fall is going to bring. But, you know, uh, it's just interesting to see these numbers in Q1, you know, Q2, oof, might be a little higher, might be lower. Yeah. It'd be really interesting to see how the market shakes out, but yeah. I don't see the connected TV industry going backwards. I only see yeah. it going forward and just building off this momentum that they've got so I was going to say, it kind of seems like it's accelerated the entire situation. Exactly. Okay. So another question I had was, when would it be appropriate to utilize this sort of advertising? So I think now would be a good (laughs) answer to use this uh, kind of marketing. But, you know, you want to make sure that you're ready to actually advertise with this because, you know, you need to have video creative that speaks to the current situation of the world, the current state of the world, and also um, still stays on top of mind for people. Because I know one of the things that we've seen in some of our research is that you want to make sure that when you tell them people like, hey, when you broadcast your message, all you want to do is stay on top of their mind. Because at some point, this will stop. People will go back outside, mm-hmm. maybe in a different capacity, but they still will go outside and things will still um, pick up. But you don't want to be that forgotten brand. And so you want to be able to reach people where they're at. And people are um, scaling back on their cable TV subscriptions. They might not get the channels that you used to advertise sure. on anymore. And so you want to be able to continue to reach to people who can support your business when this thing opens back up. So... Who would benefit from using this sort of advertising or marketing technique? Pretty much people who, that's a good question. Because <laughs> I want to say everybody, but, you know, that's kind of a broad answer. Yeah. And so people who would benefit from this is people who, you know, first off, have those video assets so right now it's hard to produce content and new content and new videos. So if you can just have some footage that you shot already mm-hmm. and then change the voiceover, then you can definitely change the message and to say, hey, we're here to support you in your time of need. Um, we're thinking about you. Maybe announce any initiatives over old video. So, you know, I want to say everybody, but it's definitely going to be easier for people who already have video assets that they can just use and modify in order to stay on top of it 
the consumer's mind. Absolutely. And, you know, that that brings up another point of the numbers. Uh, traditional TV ad dollar spends in April were down 41%, 41%. total. And of those who were still advertising on television, 92 of them adjusted their message. That is a really big number, and I'm really surprised that it's that high. Really? I am, because, you know, <laughs> initially the conversations I think that we've been seeing when this first whole thing first started was people just wanted to stop. Sure. They just wanted to stop their advertising dollars and all together, all their marketing efforts. And that's something we always say never to do, no matter what the situation yeah. is, always have some kind of advertising going. But we then saw that, like you said, and the numbers back up, People said, okay, we're not going to stop, but we'll definitely shift our message. That makes sense. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's 92%, though. That's a pretty good number. So when did, when did Connected TV kind of become like this big phenomenon that it is now? So it actually started, I think, in the last two previous years. Okay. It's always been just growing and singing year over year. But um, this year, I think we saw... The massive gap in popularity last year, my gap, I mean rise in popularity last year, was like doubled this year. So everybody's like, okay. Wow. Every year it's been growing by an insane amount. And then this first quarter, it has just grown double that what we saw in previous years. So it's always been around. But I think with more popularity and more consumers and more marketing people's asking for it, you're starting to see it kind of branch out and you know we it was always one person who did it very well sure and now everybody else is like okay what can we bring to this space what can we bring to the connected tv strategy in order to continue to see that growth so and maybe this is already too late of a question but how does it work i'm just so interested in this whole concept how do you how do you send your message through to some of these channels you know yeah so some of the so, you know, in the digital age, a lot of these publishers and a lot of these um, channels for like networks, better word, networks, there we go. Um, have dedicated programmatic space. Okay. They have space within their video streaming stuff and on their websites um, just for programmatic use. Hmm. So then they go out and then they broker deals with DSPs and different programmatic platforms and say, hey, we will sell you this space. This is what our prices are. And so now you go out and fill the space for us. Interesting. Exactly. So then, you know, the programmatic platforms that we use, then we can layer on targeting to it to say, you know, instead of just reaching everybody in the Sioux Falls DMA, let's reach people in the Sioux Falls DMA who are interested in fishing. And okay. So that allows us to use all of the data that's been gathered in the last 10, 15, 20 years about people and their online consumer habits, and then, you know, filter out people who this message isn't relevant for. Sure. So you can really, really target who you are trying to message to. Exactly. And with that, it's really, it's, it's really the, I hate to say best case scenario, <laughs> but it's really the best case scenario, right? You know, you're getting your most from your advertising dollars and you helping people get a message across. Well, I suppose you're getting real-time data from all this too, you know, of who's consuming you know, what during what time of day and, you know, the Absolutely. demographics of it all. 
Absolutely. You're getting real-time data from it. And with everybody staying inside, you know, another industry that we saw that really accelerated during this time was the e-commerce industry. Sure. So a lot of data is getting pumped into the internet and all of these data collection companies are getting that information. So we're seeing more volume there also than we ever had. Hmm. So we're starting to get a lot more targeting options added to our, our plate too. Interesting. It's fascinating stuff. It really is. <laughs> so Kevin, what did you think? It's, what do you think about connected TV? I mean, I'm in. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is something new to me, but it is absolutely fascinating landscape. I mean, the, the sky's the limit, it seems, you know? Yeah. The sky really is the limit. And, you know, for everybody listening out there, if you have any questions and you want to know more, please reach out to us um, and we'll be able to help you in the right direction, however best we can. Um, we also have some resources for you if you want some additional information. Uh, we wrote some blogs. So jump on the Key Media website and then um, check out the blog, What is Connected TV? It gives you a general overview of kind of some of the stuff we just explained. And then we also just wrote one that shows how it evolved during this time with the blog, The Accelerated Rise of Connected TV. Awesome. Thanks, right. D. Thanks, Kevin. This is your first one. It won't be your last one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, this was Key News.